Hey everyone, welcome back to Gilding the Lily, another film critics podcast. I'm Becky Fixel. And I'm Anjali Stormer. And we are both film critics in the Metro Detroit area, and we're going to be discussing the new Mean Girls movie and The Beekeeper this week. So we're going to start with Mean Girls out the gate. Um, I am a huge fan of the 2004 version. Have you seen it yet? I have not. Shame, shame, shame. So this was your first introduction to Mean Girls. Completely. You said your sister loves the original, though. Yes. Okay. So Montalie tends to lean towards the horror and darker movies, so she doesn't tend to watch comedies. Correct. So that is why you didn't see Mean Girls. Correct. Even though it's sort of a black comedy, not as black a comedy as, say, like Heather's or Jawbreaker's. Um, I love both of those movies. Um, but it wasn't, it was, it's never, it was, it was never really on my radar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My sister loves it. My, my sister quotes it, all, you know, constantly and that's fine. And there's so many quotes from that movie that are just part of pop culture and conversation every day still. Yes. So when this one was, they first started advertising it. I was like, we don't need this because the tagline, this isn't your mother's mean girls. First of all, rude, because I mean, it is is 20 years. So yes, technically all of us that fell in love with it when we were in college could or do have children that could be enjoying this one, but several of us don't. So that is extremely rude. (laughs) And, you know, it's, it's a readaptation of the story that was adapted for the Broadway musical. However, it did bring back, I mean, it's still from Tina Fey, and it's still some of the original cast is brought back. Um, Her and Tim Meadows are both in it, although there's a little twist on their connection in the movie that isn't in the first one, which fans are going to enjoy. But despite what some people claim, it is a musical. People are claiming that they, they, they don't see this one as a musical. It's not in the trailers, although the the background dancers in every opening trailer, I don't know what you think these people randomly are dancing in the background for, um, or the fact that there's a music note in the logo. Um, but it's the same story, just with some a little more development of some of the characters and some songs. So yep. it has a lot, like the majority of the dialogue is the same. So that was, you know, it, it's a little different I think you having not seen it or seen the original it was a different experience than what I saw yes I knew all the lines I knew all the jokes you didn't know them no so I I only knew them because I've had them quoted at me right yes right so like yeah if you've heard them sure but like the whole almost all of them it's almost word for word there were some things that were updated. Uh, they took the emphasis of race and sexuality out that's in the first one. Um, that's a big plot point. And, you know, they kind of updated that for the newer generation, which I think is good. What I didn't necessarily like, the amount of times they said slut. Like in the original one, it's, there, there's a line Tina Fey says, if you let everybody up, or if you keep calling each other sluts, it makes it okay for everybody else to do well in this one they're calling each other sluts all the time and i'm like yeah. y- you lost that little bit of feminist message that the first one had right so there's that but i mean overall i really i enjoyed it i thought it was fun it's not i mean i love the first one this one 
will never eclipse that for me. But for 20 years later, they did pretty good. You know, it's a decent cast. Line delivery is a lot different, but that's... Oh, yeah. I mean, we could nitpick that and say it was better from the first cast. Or is it this, this cast is making it their own? They're not sticking with the same intonation that the original actor did because it's their character. Correct. This is this is Gen Z. This is very Gen Z, very, very social media oriented. Very busy. <laughs> a lot of those a lot of those yeah. uh, dance sequences were super busy and very frenetic. Uh, but at the same time, it also added to uh, the state of mind of the characters that were singing, right. uh, added to the atmosphere of the songs that that was that was, you know, and the setting that that was being portrayed. Um, and and it would just it was I mean, it's worth a second watch just just to watch the background action alone. Absolutely. Because it's there's so much going on uh, and some things you would catch after the fact. And it's like, that's that's funny. Right. Um and I mean, and it's almost when, like if you watch the Broadway musical, which I haven't seen that one. Yes. I missed it when it was in town. But any other Broadway musical, sometimes it's more fun watching the background dancers and the background Correct. people because the things that they toss in there, it always is something that just blips by, but it's so good. Yeah. So there's always that added in there. Um, so, I mean, I think it's a great addition to it. It's the same story. So don't go in expecting something different. But, you know, and I do know um, someone we both know had mentioned that he likes the, after the the original Aaron Samuels, you know, the, the guy that she sits behind in math class that she falls for, he likes that actor better than this one. And he's like, I wonder if it was my first time seeing it or I was a younger generation, if I would be more attracted to that one than this one. And it, is it that, or is it we're so locked on to loving the original one? Yeah. And those actors and characters that, you know, I don't know. That, right. And and you you sort of have to go in with the mindset that as, as, as many similarities as there are between this one and 2004, mm -hmm. that this is still actually based on the musical. Right. So, and in a sense, you have to, you have to go in thinking... This is a completely different movie. Right. It may it's gonna feel familiar, but it really is, it's a different movie and it's for it's it's the nod towards, you know, um towards 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 us to, you know, to Gen X and, and Gen Y or millennials, but it's really for that Gen Z crowd. It is. Um, but it's not so dumbed down that we can't enjoy it. Exactly. You know? And I mean, me not be finding the new Aaron Samuels attractive. I'm a 40 year old woman. Right. I shouldn't. He's still a young, I mean, he's 20s, I'm sure. But it's, you know, when the first one came out, the other actor, sure, that was closer in age range. So that, you know, I, yeah, I, it's like, don't make it weird. Exactly. Don't make it weird at all. But, you know, I, I thought it was a lot of fun. You know, we also had a, additional fun and goodies too. Um, oh yeah, you know. So the merchandising—I don't know if you've seen like all of the theaters, the different popcorn buckets. Like AMC had the Burn Book popcorn bucket. Oh, and I tried to get it online, and it sold out in instance. 
like it, the instant like it they kept saying it'll be live soon or whatever as soon as it went live it was gone and it was crappy weather icy roads so I wasn't willing to drive to my AMC to try to get one but the merchandising for that is going to go insane because mm -hmm. you know the new generation is going to love it and you know there it's something about the other one is still timeless and it's something that 2004 yes it was 20 years ago which is painful to say but <laughs> you, mean, all... you mean the 1980s was 20 years ago what are you talking about I know uh, <laughs> but we all know who the Regina George in our story was we yes. all can recognize that even the guys know who that either the queen bee or who the jock was that they had to deal with everybody knows this story and can relate to this story and that's why Parents have shown it to their kids and it still holds up 20 years later. Yeah. They didn't know that it would. Um, one funny note that I found out afterwards, the line, you go, Glen Coco. I think I told you this. Um, apparently that was one of Tina Fey's brother's friends. That's his actual name. So for 20 years, this guy has people quoting this to him. And every time she sees him, she has to apologize. But of course, they put it back into the new. Movie. Of course, of course. They're just like, oh my god, that's so great because we use that line here all the time. So, and and, the, and you know that there's that's somewhere, right? Somewhere out there, someone who watched the original named their child. Oh, absolutely, Len Coco. And so that so the hell is just self perpetuating. It's going to start all over again. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure there's Regina George's out there. Oh, and I yeah. will say that the scene in the bathroom when, you know, when she said, well, they wouldn't call you that if you were a boy. And she goes, no, I would have been Reginald. I almost died. That's not in the original. And <laughs> so there are some great updated parts to it. But that part I was like, oh, my God, that is so stupid. It's funny. Yes. So, so, you know, this one and I know I have friends that have gone to it that aren't loving it, but they're like 50 year old people that love the original one. Right. So that's okay. It's not for everybody. And it's I think not for everybody. We can un understand and embrace the fact that not every movie is made for every person. Correct. We understand that. We won't get mad if a movie is not made for us. I know I'm not the market for a lot of movies. Right. Because, you know, they're not making movies targeted for 40 year old white women. I mean, they are, but not usually the ones I want to see. So <laughs> right. there's there's like four whole channels on ODA. Oh, you know, OTA, you know, there's oh. like eight eight million Hallmark channels, so go for it. And I hate every single one of those channels. So while I don't do horror, keep the Hallmark. Ooh. <laughs> so, all right. So that is the movie that I think we both agree is one that people should check out. Yes. Yeah. I I would I would I would um I would go as Karen for Halloween. That's how much I enjoyed that character. Oh, so, so so blissfully stupid. It was like that's it was actually refreshing because we also know people just like her and that are just so devoid of 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 a single thought. The first that one, it's beautiful. It's it's a beauty to behold. It's like how how, how do you, you remember to breathe? How are you? <laughs> and she's originally the original one is Amanda Seyfried, and yes. she does it so perfectly. And I mean, you need to sit down some point and stream the original one, because I think you will find it. I mean, it's not Heather's, which I absolutely adore. And it's not Jawbreaker and it's not The Craft and all of those, you know, yes, girl group dark ones that are, 
we all, you know, are teenage angsty movies. Well, my teenage angsty yes. movies. <laughs> but it's so freaking good. And it's still one that, like, both of us will put on randomly. And it just holds up 20 years later. So it's funny. It's good. And the new one, I think, is one that we'll watch. But I don't know that we'll watch it as often. Right. So. You're just going to have them as a, as a nice book and set. Right. And I mean, Gen Z, Gen Y, what is it? The, what do they call them? The, uh, the honey badger generation. They're going to love it. Oh yeah. So, you know, that's perfect for their generation. We have our version, they have theirs and there's enough of it that we both can enjoy it. So the other movie we saw the next night after we went out for a day of pampering was the beekeeper. Protect <laughs> you cracked a smile <laughs> so going into it <clears throat> i mean i know going into it it's jason statham i know it's gonna be stupid yep it, and we know he can act we know mm, he do can. we though he, he's had a couple characters and other roles that he's done decently okay so he can but he chooses to do these roles and i don't know if this is his comfort zone Probably. or he likes playing these mindless hardly able to get dialogue out characters that just want to kick ass and that's oh there's the movie that's it that's it that's it <laughs> but i know going into that movie that's what it's going to be so yes. like my cousin asked me about it and i'm like do you like his other action movies yes i'm like don't go in expecting much it's just one of his normal mindless action movies he's like perfect right but there's an already audience for that. People there's want to see it. For it. So, yeah. explain the beekeeper, ma'am. Oh, the beekeeper. Uh, Adam 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 Clay, played by Jason Statham, is a beekeeper uh, who is tending is. bees on the land of a retired school teacher administrator, who gets taken in by a horrible scam and and things escalate super quick for this poor woman and he sets out to take down the the horrible organization that done did her wrong so um first issue here okay sorry i'm gonna stop you oh go ahead so there's two issues one as a real beekeeper i mean he did actually take lessons and he is actually keeping the hives i did find that out later so he did actually go through the steps so he could learn how to beekeep so five cents of credit there right i give him a little bit of credit Sure. Um, but other than the flashy scenes at the beginning and them repeating over and over and over like 5,000 times in the movie, he's a beekeeper, must protect the hive. That is where it ends with a connection with beekeeping and actual, like, the, I don't know. Did they just want it to sound fancy? Like, they could have chose anything. He could have been garden gnomes. I don't give a crap. But, like, what did, it has no connection with how hives work, anything. Not only, yeah, and and then the, just another tiny sticking point. I know male bees uh -huh. exist. Yeah, they're called drones. The drones exist mostly to tend the queen. They right. They they impregnate the queen when her um when she goes out. The drones will fly out. Okay, we're going going into beekeeping lessons. Sorry, everybody. That's fine. Um, they she will fly out at the beginning of her the year or her reign and sleep with as many males from different colonies as possible to diversify the DNA. 
And then after that, all the drones do, they're basically the brute squad. They stand at the door or the, the thing and they'll pull out other other bees or other things that are coming into the hive and protect the hive. But then in the fall, when it gets cold, they're the first out the door. They're the first ones to get murdered by all of the women of the hive because That's all right. they do is eat and take up space and do nothing all winter. Exactly. So the first bees that hatch in the spring will be all drones and all males. So they will have their brute squad and to help impregnate the other queens in the other colonies in the area. So, so knowing what we know about <laughs> male drones, yeah, I just find it interesting that you know, after his tour of service and this secretive organization mm -hmm. known as the beekeepers, that he wasn't just assassinated. Right. Absolutely. He so, should, so he there's, so, so there's that. So there's that. Fine. Um, Patricia, Rash the, Patricia Rashad. Rashad plays the neighbor that he's tending the bees on yes. her farm. Mrs. Cosby. Um, yes. So I was excited to see her because we all grew up with her as, you know, one of our TV moms. Love yes. her. This is not a good role. No, it's She's not. so much better than what she is in this role. And I was extremely disappointed because, I mean, she's only there for five, ten minutes. But her, I don't know if it's just the writing or the directing or just. Yes. It's just. It was horrible. It, her it's horrible. Was it's horrible. She's, she 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 gives her all in this role, and there's nothing to it. Yeah, and that they make her out to be this very smart woman who now suddenly has done something very. And I understand that this sort of thing happens. Oh, constantly. You know, yes. to, to 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 that subset. I but I also I would also think that her character would have had a little more foresight and a little more forcefulness. Yeah. If she thought that there was something that wasn't quite right, she would have stopped. And she also knew he was coming for dinner that she had invited him to. Wouldn't she have hesitated enough to say, hey, maybe he can help me. Maybe he can fix this. Maybe I'm not going to leave a mess for him. Right. Because also, also, women don't usually kill themselves that way. Correct. So, because it's a mess and we don't... It's a mess. And she kept a very tidy house. Yes. So, it's just... So, so, it, so it doesn't start off great. And, it and then it... better. And then it snowballs into ridiculousness. Oh, absolutely. It's just... Because it's one, like it's one guy who is apparently bulletproof, who can take down you know, SWAT and FBI and and paramilitary Everybody. teams and and retired military force mercenaries all to get to who he believes is his is his main objective, the man at the top. Mm -hmm. And and then we also find out that there is, I believe you may have missed this part. Um oh, yeah. there yes, there is the, there there is this, so we, so there's an entire society of, of beekeepers. And I guess there's like, like Slayers, just like one every generation. So once he retired. <laughs> nice Buffy reference. <laughs> <laughs> once he retired, then there's a new one who apparently doesn't play by the rules. She's a bit of a wild card and super, super flashy where Jason Statham can pretty much blend because he's just stoic and quiet. And this chick is walking around, you know, she's driving around in a souped up 
it might have been a Jeep, but it was probably like, you know, an F-250, but it's got like a giant machine gun in the back and she takes out a gas station and she's shooting up stuff. But and she's, she's mad maxing it. She's mad maxing it in this, in this vinyl neon pink still uh, or, or like a duster coat and stiletto heels and the shaved head and the mohawk and, and she's just out of control which i thought this is not really a great look for the beekeepers um you're supposed to be clandestine supposed to be clandestine and on the down low and if she's going to roll into town to take care of her problem i'm pretty sure you would see her coming oh. somebody would see her coming because she's loud and obnoxious um so I'm thinking this isn't, if this is, if this, if she is the best that the beekeepers could come up with, right? this is a problem. Right. Because who is next? Right. What, what, what loud imbecile is, is next? But there's this whole, this, this whole organization. And at one point they even said, nope. We know who this is and we don't want anything to do with it. Right. It's like it's like he retired and they're like, nope, we're out. Thanks. Thanks anyway. And you know, and it's weird because like the other people, like um Josh Hutcherson, who's playing um Derek Danforth. Yes. But you know, PETA from the Hunger Games. Um <laughs> you know, it's just like it's just again, kind of like last week, it's just bad decisions, bad decisions constantly. Yeah. And, you know, and they almost tried to make him, like, the douchiest tech bro they could find. <laughs> they really did. And it was just, like, there's there's not much to that character other than, oh, he, he's got means and he's making a lot of money at all costs. Which, okay, yes, there's plenty of people that do that. Let's be real. But um, it was just, I don't know. If you go in and not expecting a lot, then you're going to enjoy the movie. Correct. Correct. I, I think the for me it's probably the one of the better roles in that whole film was uh was Jeremy Irons character. Right. Um who was who when when uh, yeah, when Peter told him some guys after him and they're like, Yeah, it's it's a beekeeper and he's like, Oh, you're fucked. Right. You know, and then and then kept reminding him, it doesn't matter what we do, you're a dead man. Right. Um, and it was actually sort of refreshing to see that this guy is like you're doomed i'm gonna do everything i can but but there's nothing you better really make your I arrangements now because there's nothing that can save you at this point right and dude's just going through the motions he's like i'm a villain but and this is what's expected of me but i know nothing's going to come of it so i'm not going to put a ton of effort into it right just enough to make it look like i put some effort bit. into it right <laughs> so i mean if you like these movies then you'll probably enjoy Super you know. mindless. I en I mean, I enjoyed it because it's mindless. You don't. It's like, I mean, it's it's. Don't get me wrong. It's stupid. Oh, it, it is. But it's a. But it's a. But it's a good. It's a good popcorn film. If it's you a don't low have rent John Wick. Else to do. They don't develop it enough. It's not it's developed like, enough. It's like John. It's Wick going to be. A, nobody. It's going to be. There are going to be more of these. I have no doubt. Oh, I'm sure there are because you know he of course even though he's been beat to crap, stabbed, everything else. Bleeding internally. Away. Right. Bleeding internally. He gets away. But I mean, like, at least in John Wick and Nobody and these revenge tales, you know, those ones have a little more depth to them. Yeah. This is all surface level. Absolutely. All of it. All of it. We Definitely. don't know anything about this guy's background. 
only that he seems to have access to a network that can get him information. Right. And I mean, the, um, you know, uh, the neighbor, she, she says something like, oh, this was all, you know, it was all barren land before you, you brought your bees here, blah, 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 blah. No, that's, there was a lot more bees don't mow your lawn and put up fences so <laughs> if they did right. ooh, those girls out back man but <laughs> they're slacking oh, they really are actually i'm hoping they're surviving this cold but <laughs> you know it's one of those it's just like let's just throw these lines out there and then see yeah. what sticks and it to me some of it was just kind of like rolling my eyes and you know, whatever, whatever. It's, it's not my kind of movie. It's no, it's, it's, I mean, it, it wanted to be, it, it really wanted to be like the John Wicks and the nobodies. And right. it's the same guy that wrote the screenplays for Fast and Furious. Oh, and, that, oh, I should have seen that part. That would have explained it all because. So yeah, that's, have... and, and so, so you're not expecting, you're not expecting heavy, thoughtful no. dialogue, no. Um, but you sort of would have expected a little more depth when it came to actual story right because excuse me because they put so much emphasis in his backstory right and then they didn't bother telling us anything about it well and you know and if they they, in the marketing and all of that they are really pushing hard the beekeeping thing and other than you know like i said the flashing things at the beginning and him actually taking beekeeping courses which i do commend him for um it's just tenable it's barely barely functioning like any part of the story right i mean congratulations you know how to hide a sat phone in a beehive which would not work (laughs) i saw that and i was like oh that was put in there last week because those butts would have it sealed so tight you would not get that out of there i was like i saw that i was like bullshit um So, you know, it's one of those, okay, it's a nice idea. Yes. But that 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 doesn't work, honey. That that's okay. But you and, know, and, I, in I the know hands I of a competent in the hands of a competent writer, screenwriter, and director. It, there could have been so much more, but again, we weren't the audience. No. Although, like I said, I knew going in I would have a different perspective because I keep bees. So I was waiting for or hoping that they did more than just, you know. Adobe stock image thing for the beginning um, and actually did a little research, which they really didn't. It would, it would have been cool if he'd like unleashed like a cannon of bees. <laughs> also wouldn't work, but. <laughs> Can't tell them. It's girls. a bee gun. <laughs> the bee bee gun. Um, you can't tell them to do anything. So, you know, just something or, you know, use the honey as like an accelerant or something. They could have. You only did that once. You were in the bathroom. Okay. Well, once in an hour and a half movie. Correct. When he had like a whole wall of it. Which. Of course he does. Right. I have bees. You're going to have your stock of of honey. Yes, we do. Um, But he did not. And I, and maybe that was because. I think at some point when they were looking for him, they blew it up, they blew it up and they destroyed it. But still, you know, wouldn't you have, wouldn't you have more elsewhere? Well, and when you international and beekeeper, were, you, you would think so. But when Peter and his guys drove up and then they, they machine gunned the hives with the windows down. Right. Oh, oh <laughs> that's, that's, 
that just shows the level of um, incompetence because have you ever walked past even mowing the lawn past my hives? Not always easy. Yeah. Sure the crap ain't shooting them. Right. So, Stationary like, and shooting them. Right. With your windows down. Yeah. No. Yeah. I won't even go on my back porch if a, a swarm comes through because I know. And I'm used to bees. So, yeah. <laughs> so this one, I mean, mindless action. If you like it, great. Great. Um, Definitely not for everyone. No, this, this is not a discuss over coffee after the movie film. No, I mean, it will, but it'll take like five minutes. Right. It's not a long conversation. It, no, no. We've probably talked more about it than we needed to. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So that is it for this week. Next time is going to be Freud's Last Session and ISS, which I've watched both. So it's up to Montalie to catch up. It's up to me to catch up and I'll do that. Uh, I'll do that this time. It'll be awesome because they uh, open up very soon. Yeah, they'll be in theaters by the time we talk about them. So, yep. All right. That's it for this week. And we will catch you all next time. Bye. Bye.